Episode 17, A Dream of Fire, Chapter 2. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Checkmark English. My name is Mark from Vancouver, Canada, and this episode I'm bringing you Chapter 2 of the short story called A Dream of Fire by Ollie Richards. If you want to hear me read and talk about Chapter 1, you can go back to Episode 15. This short story is three chapters long, and my goal is to make each chapter into its own episode. If you have any ideas or suggestions, please let me know. I want to improve this podcast in any way that I can. Remember that you can read the transcript of this episode on my website at checkmarkenglish.com. I also put a vocabulary review on my website so you can learn the more difficult words of each episode. Okay, let's get started with Chapter 2. Chapter 2. A Bad Feeling Jen woke up the next morning in a sweat with a strange ringing sound in her ears. The dream she'd had was one of the worst she could ever remember. Ben had been caught in a fire at the building where he worked and he couldn't find a way out. He and two others were trapped in what looked like a storage cupboard. The smoke and heat from the fire had been terrible. And then there had been a loud metallic ringing sound as something heavy had collapsed on them. Jen gasped for air and tried to calm her racing heart. She looked at the clock. It said 7.05 a.m. Ben was probably already at work, but she wanted to call him anyway. Hello? Ben answered after the second ring. Hi, it's me. Jen said. I just wanted to hear your voice. You okay? I'm great, babe, he said. Just getting ready to start the day. This is a big job, which is good. I'm going to need some extra money pretty soon, if you know what I mean. Jen's heart jumped. Had he just suggested that he needed money to buy her a wedding ring? She smiled. I love you, Ben. She said. I love you too, Jen, he said. I'll see you after work, okay? Okay. She replied. Be safe today. Always, he said, and then hung up. Jen put the phone down and tried not to think about the dream from last night. It wasn't the first time she'd had a bad dream, and she knew her bad dreams never came true. Jen got out of bed and began getting ready for the day. An hour later, she was drinking her coffee and driving to work. She was still thinking about the dream. Ben's new job was in a building on the other side of town from the clinic where she worked as a nurse. It took an hour to get through traffic from one side of the city to the other, so there was no way she could check up on Ben until later that evening. She tried not to think about the dream, but she couldn't help but worry. At the clinic, it was flu season, so there was a steady stream of children with fevers that morning. Jen had no time to think about dreams or anything else. When her lunch break came at noon, she was glad for a moment of peace. A couple of the other nurses were in the break room too. They all were simply enjoying the silence. Until Sherry dropped a spoon she'd been using to eat her soup. It made a loud, metallic ringing on the table. The ringing sound triggered one of the strongest scents of memories Jen had experienced. It was the same sound she'd woken up with in her head that morning. The same sound that had come with that terrible dream of Ben being in a fire and something collapsing on him. Jen looked at the clock. It said 12.07 p.m. She thought back to the time on the clock when she'd woken up, 7.05 a.m. Her bad dreams had never come true, 
but the feeling Jen had deep in her heart at that moment wasn't something she could ignore. What if this was the one time that a bad dream was going to come true? What if this was why she'd had so many dreams all her life? What if all the dreams had been building to this moment? The clock now said 12.08pm. Jen did some quick figures and realized she had 1 hour and 14 minutes to do something. She jumped up, grabbed her bag, and rushed out of the break room. Jen? One of the other nurses called after her. Is everything okay? Jen ignored her and ran out of the building to the car park. When Jen got in her car, she dialed Ben's number with one hand while she started the car with the other. His phone rang and rang and finally went to voicemail as she drove down the street. Ben, it's me. Jen said quickly, weaving through traffic. Call me when you get this, please. She hung up just as she turned onto the motorway. It was lunchtime, so traffic was a little heavy, but it was not as bad as rush hour at the end of the day. Still, it would likely take a full hour to get to Ben's building. Jen looked at the clock in her car. It said 12.16 p.m. She picked up her phone again and dialed Ben's friend Jamie's number. He picked up after the third ring. Hi, Jamie. It's Jen. She said. Hi, Jen. He replied. What's up? Have you heard from Ben this morning? She asked. No, he said. Last time I talked to him was last night. Why? What's up? I hope nothing. She said. He just didn't answer when I called him at work just now. Ha! Huh. I wouldn't worry about it, Jamie said. That building he's working in has pretty thick concrete. He probably doesn't get any phone service. You're probably right, Jen said. All the same, if you hear from him, can you let me know? Sure, he said. Everything okay, Jen? You sound like something is wrong. Jen couldn't decide whether or not to say anything to Jamie about her dream. After a long pause, she decided to be honest. I had a dream that Ben was caught in a fire in that building. Jen said. I know I told you last night that my bad dreams don't come true, but this one is really bothering me, and now I can't get a hold of him and I'm freaking out a little bit. Whoa, Jamie said. I can see why. Okay, well, huh. Huh? That's all you have to say? Jamie, you live on that side of town. Yeah, okay, Jamie said. Right. I'll go over there and see if I can find him. Thanks, Jamie. Jen said. I hope it's nothing. Me too, Jamie said. Don't worry, he'll be okay, Jen. Jen hung up and looked at the clock again. It was 12.22 p.m. The traffic wasn't bad and Jen was able to keep moving for the first 30 minutes of the drive to Ben's building. Then, about five miles from the building, the traffic stopped completely. She tried Ben's phone again, but there was still no answer. She texted Jamie but he didn't answer right away. She looked at the clock. It was 12.54 p.m. She had 28 minutes before the dream might come true. Up ahead, the next motorway exit looked clear, but she didn't know if taking smaller roads would be faster or slower. She took a chance and pulled over and used the edge of the road to get to the exit. At a red traffic light, she put the address of the building into her car's navigation system. A map appeared on the screen, showing the new route. However, it twisted and turned its way through back roads. As the light turned green, Jen raced off as fast as she dared. 
She got stopped at a roadworks at one point, but she made it through and finally arrived at Ben's building. She looked at the clock. 1.12pm. She had 10 minutes. She ran towards the door to the lobby. As soon as she walked in, she could smell it. Smoke. Her heart sank, and she began to panic. It was real. There was a fire. Her dream was going to come true. And that's the end of chapter 2. As you could tell, I had some help reading out the story. The lady reading Jen's lines was my wife. Thanks again, Caro, for helping. I asked some of my friends for feedback or advice on these episodes to see what I could do to improve. One of my friends told me to try making a different voice for the different characters in the story. I thought that it was a great idea, but that I'm not good enough of a voice actor to remember how I did each character's voice. So instead, what I decided to do is get Caro to read any dialogue or things that are spoken by the female characters. I thought that it might be a little bit more interesting and more clear because you hear the girls' voices read by a girl. In the future, I also want to have interviews with guests. A guest is somebody you invite to do something. It can be for dinner, to a movie, or to your podcast. I want to interview different kinds of people that I think would be interesting to you guys. The first person I can think of is my wife. She's a photographer and has been for many years now. I think it would be fun for her to explain her work to give you an idea of what it's like being a photographer. I have a few friends that are entrepreneurs or business owners that I think would also be interesting to talk to. This past Christmas, a friend of mine got me wireless microphones so I could record episodes with another person. It was a really thoughtful gift and one that I want to use for these interviews. Otherwise, we would have to share a microphone that is on my table. That would be very uncomfortable for myself and a guest. I'm going to try lots of new things in the future to see which are the most entertaining and useful for intermediate English learners. Now back to the story. This chapter starts off with Jen having a dream where her boyfriend Ben is caught in a fire in the building where he works. In chapter 1, Jen explained how her dreams often come true, but the bad ones never do. But she is still concerned or worried because she thinks Ben, her boyfriend, might get hurt. The story is written really well because it makes you feel suspense, as if her dream might really come true, and you don't know, but you want to find out. After Jen had her dream, she decided to do something about it, because it made her feel uneasy. Uneasy is another way of saying anxiety or feeling anxious. The episode ends with Jen and Jamie arriving at the building where Ben works, and there actually was a fire. I'm very curious to hear how this ends. I will read chapter 3 in another episode in the next couple of weeks. And that's the end of today's episode. Remember that you can go to my website and read the transcript of the podcast. The only thing is that I can't put the chapter of the story there. If you want to buy the book, I'll put my affiliate link in the transcript. Thanks again to everybody who has been supporting me. Until next time.